Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Joe asked a relevant question. Are we planning on the 15th anniversary? And I think they are. They're going to clear out the studio and fire us all. Will there be festivities? Appropriate festivities? Well, once we're gone, yeah. <laughs> they'll dance in a circle and yeah, woohoo, they're gone. It's September, buddy. It's coming. we got to make plans. Nobody's going to complain about President Biden again. <laughs> oh, no. He's busy shaking hands with invisible people. Oh. <laughs> Is that what he does now? Okay. Then you see that clip of him? No. He was finished a speech the other day, and he turned to shake somebody's hand. There was nobody there. Oh, nobody was there. Well, you know. And then wandering around on the stage when he had Barack Obama there. I mean, no, I'm sorry, but I think uh, he needs to take that cognitive test. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll probably pass it, but uh, still, that doesn't mean that that doesn't make him an, an ideal leader. We know passing a cognitive test, as we've learned from the previous president. Yeah, you and I could pass one. <laughs> what does that say? Speak for yourself. I don't know if I could or not. I, I get that at the doctor. You know when you get to be... Well, you're not 65 yet, right? No, no, no I'm 62. Okay, we well, got a way to go. But once you hit 65, the doctors all, because I guess Medicare pays for it, they want to give you this uh, wellness exam. Mm. And they have your things count from 21 backwards by threes. Oh, my gosh. And uh, one time they had <laughs> me... They drew a picture of a house, and then they asked me to duplicate it. It's mm. very demeaning. If you happen to be with it, I mean, it's very demeaning. And how many seconds did it take you to... To do the backwards three counts, you're still good at numbers. <laughs> well, fortunately, I was all right there. But then they ask they ask you three words, and then they come back like five minutes later and ask you to repeat those, see if you uh-huh. remember those three words. And then they what, the last thing they do is ask you those three words again. <laughs> And then I think they ask you to spell a word backwards. What were the three words? I don't know. Something like fish, owl, and uh, oh, unrelated dog. Terms. Yeah, unrelated words. I don't know. I'd probably fish, a submarine, <laughs> oh, airplane, something like that. Oh, okay. And what do they have in common? No, not they're not asking you what they have in common. They're just asking you to remember those three words. Mm-hmm. No, but you could remember them if you can come up with their commonality. They all come in different scales. How about that? Well, I mean, it's irrelevant. Why would you need to remember those three words? I mean, I'll well, admit... it's a cognitive you, test. It's, you introduce me to somebody, and I may well forget their name <laughs> very I've been doing quickly. that since I was 20. <laughs> I remember everybody's face. And it's not that I don't care. It's just that you know you're you're busy being introduced. You're trying to find out why who this person is, what they're doing, and the the last thing you hang on to is their name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got to make it a point to you know really catch on to that. Well, yeah, and some people uh, are are name nameophobes, I guess I'll call them, or something. They just can't do that names. Oh, you don't remember them? You yeah, they just it doesn't really matter what you do. You can write it down. If you don't wear a name tag, they're not going to remember names. Now, I can do okay with names if I work at it. I just have to work at well, it. Well, if you give me the name, I'll remember the person. Mm-hmm. But I sometimes don't remember the name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Well, and uh, 
sleep is related to that. You get is enough it? sleep, so I don't get enough sleep, so that's not... Uh, well, you always do look drowsy here in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and you're always drinking coffee. I figured you should be wide awake by the time we finish the program. Oh, I'm awake. All right. On the market sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We could talk about the topic of your selection today. If there's anything on your mind, uh, let's see, in terms of, uh, well, let's see, the uh, reporting over the weekend related to uh, Christian observances around the globe. I saw the Pope was having a big function yesterday. So that happened. And Popes kind of do that every Easter, you know. Do they? Yeah, okay. they do. Well, and I saw there were people in the square out in front of them. That, uh, what, what's the name of the St. Peter's Square, is it called? Um, right. Or as one of our callers would call it, Great Horror of Babylon Square. <laughs> no, that's true. I'd forgotten all about that. I could have used that yesterday. I need a sermon illustration or something. Well, there you go. <laughs> but oh, I forgot how funny that was. That was true when you left on uh, Thursday. Right. <laughs> One of our listeners who only caught the last minute of the show is it lo- uh, loves Dan Patrick and uh, doesn't get up until a little bit later on caught the last minute when I called you a whoremonger and <laughs> And he's like, what kind of an Easter greeting is that? Because Joseph, our our fabulous listener, who's uh, immersed in religiosity, uh, insists that the Catholic Church is the... Great horror battle. Great horror. Okay, there we go. Which would make a good Catholic like Joe. Well, you got it. Okay, so enough about that. Well, you Lutherans came out of it. <laughs> well, we reformed. We were the reformed movement. Yeah, but you're Reformation. still satanic. Oh, okay. Well, and I always love how um, they, 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 this is a Lutheran and a reformer dis. They say, you know, almost as soon as, uh, you know, as soon as Paul was done putting down the writings, the church went askew and array and fell off, and, you know, they, they were way off track. Until the 1600s. You mean it took us 1,400 years to realize that we'd lost our way? Well, and bear in mind that Martin Luther, your progenitor, was Mm -hmm. uh, a good Catholic um, until he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he probably still is because Lutheranism, per se, is a a sort of a sect. um, And the reforms that Martin Luther enacted were reforms that were desperately needed in the Catholic Church. Right. Instead of throwing him out and excommunicating him, the Catholic Church should have adopted a lot of what he had to say. moved on, yeah, get a, get another pope like John Paul back then, and you could have turned things around. Right. Alright, 1-800-795-9565. We should ask about popes. I had a good conversation with somebody who rates the last uh, half a dozen popes or so. Oh, yeah? Of course, we think of John Paul as the gold standard, but uh, uh, Francis is in now, and there's some people that aren't, you know. Benedict, uh, right. Benedict in between, yeah. Mm-hmm. Benedict was great in terms of environmental issue and creation care. Alright, let's go. 1-800-795-9565. Do we take Tom on the phone or Tom on the email? Uh, well, why don't, we, why don't we ask him? Tom, would you like us to take you on the phone or read your email about lying from Friday? Oh, I don't care. You guys, it's lying all the time anyway. But but anyway, this, call this us video liars, of Biden, you know, where he's roaming around. Yeah. You know, that's doctored. It is. Yes, it is. That's, a, that's, that's phony. It's fake. Really? What happened was what happened was 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 uh, somebody on the other way on the other side was trying to get his attention, and that's why he was looking, looking around like you know, and then, and then uh, so what they did was 
after he seen the person, he started walking over towards him, and then he talked to him for a while, and then he walked back. Well, Fox News cut the part, cut the part out. Fox News cut the part out where he walked over to these people, and then it looks just like, and it looks like he walked over there and turned around and walked back, like he was lost. That was doctored. I mean, I, I, that's what they did. I hate to tell you, but it's not only Fox. It's things like I'm looking at the story from Australia Sky News. Oh, it was on the Hill, too. President Joe Biden's attempt to shake hands with thin air after finishing his speech in North Carolina may have been well, a gesture. Well, maybe, maybe so, but this here was doctored. I uh, mean, I, seen, I saw both, both videos of it. They explained how it was done. Okay, well, regardless of the video, President Biden and, is and who, who he explained, is. And who explained it? Well, I don't know. It was on the internet. It was on uh, TV. Which I TV? Oh, okay. Probably MSNBC, huh? It was expl- it's explained, and they showed they showed each video how how it actually happened, and then what what they put out. It was doctored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's and that. Now, was it doctored when he was wandering around aimlessly when President Biden, yes, uh, Obama was? Yes, because they cut a, the part out where somebody called him over. Okay, and so, when he walked back, it's doctored. Believe me. Oh, <laughs> well, forgive me, but I won't. But go ahead. <laughs> and then uh, we can talk about, uh, you know, your your group on there that always calls your show that says about how bad the election was and it was rigged and all these uh, illegal votes. Well, now we have Mark Meadows, and we have Mark Meadows, uh, Trump's chief of staff, voted illegally in uh, North Carolina. He voted at an address that he doesn't ever lived at, and yeah. he also voted in in uh, Virginia. And Governor Wolf voted illegally in the last election here in Pennsylvania. Well, we're, we're, talk, we're talking about. Uh, That's right. We're talking about Republicans. Of, uh, I think, uh, Wolf's was a mistake. Oh, okay. So it wasn't a mistake on the other. Right. Republicans well, don't make mistakes. No, it wasn't a mistake because he never lived at this place. Right. He deliberately they voted the, the, per- the person that lived there says he never lived there. And the woman that lived in the house before she sold it to this other guy said they don't know how. She said, I don't know how his name got on, on this list because she never lived here. So, right. There is a slight you know, difference. Talk about... But nobody in your show is going to bring that up. I know that. Yeah, one is illegal and one is embarrassing. President or um, Governor Wolf is embarrassing that you're not familiar with the own election rules that you've been advocating right. for. Uh, Mark Meadows is uh, a felon, so there's a big difference. Right. And I don't know what's going to happen to him. Though probably there's a black woman that made some kind of a mistake, and they want to put her in prison for five years. Uh, yeah. In case you haven't heard, Tom, she's black. Yeah. I know she is. Yeah. Okay, and they Tom. want to put her in prison for five. Now, what are they going to do with this Meadows? Well, I don't Probably know. Probably slap his hand or do nothing. Well, I don't know. He's no, I don't guilty. think so. Um, yeah, there's actual penalties. There's well, jail time. It depends on which judge he goes in front of. Maybe they actually took they actually took his two votes off of him in North Carolina too. So Trump actually won by two less votes. Okay. And then they have these guys down in uh, the villages down in uh, Florida. There's this rich area. They got two guys down there that voted I don't know how many times. And uh, But they got them. They already went to trial and everything. I guess they're going to jail or whatever they're going to do with them. They got those two. I mean, they, they're already convicted. 
Did you know, by the way, that fake air during that speech that Biden made, he made the claim that he was a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania, despite never having taught a class at the school. He was a full professor. I, do, I don't. I don't know. That was part of his speech, Tom. You didn't catch that. You caught the <laughs> fake handshake, so you say, but you didn't catch the fact he claimed to be a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. I, didn't full even, professor. I don't even know which one you're talking about. I'm talking, talking about the about same the speech. The same. I don't even same. know about this other one. Yes, you do. You just said it was fake. The handshake was fake. That's the same speech. Fake, fake, fake. He made I the didn't claim. Say the handshake was fake. You said. I yes, said you that, did. That, that it was you said it was a fake handshake. You said it was doctor. He said it was fake news. It is doctor. Well, I, well the, he wasn't doctored where he claimed to be a full professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Despite is that, is that when he was with Obama? No, that was a speech he made. Well, in, I'm not talking about that one. Oh, I don't God. know about that one. I'm yes, you do, Tom. He was with Obama. You talked about the, him, the fake handshake, the fake handshake. No, I didn't. You talked about the fake handshake. I didn't talk That was about at it. the same speech where he made the claim that he was a full professor at the University well, of Pennsylvania. I didn't see that speech. Well, then you say, how do you know the handshake was faked? It was fake. I didn't say the handshake was fake. I said it was fake when they doctored the, the thing. They said the, doctor, when, uh, the video was doctored. They tried to call him over. You, you better take the fox funnels out. There are two different <laughs> speeches we're talking about here, Tom. No, he, he, I know we are, and I'm not talking about the one you're talking about. But the handshake was in the one I'm talking about, him wandering around apparently well, I aimlessly. See I didn't see it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Fake and news. Thing, uh, now they got the text messages of uh, this uh, Chip Roy and uh, who was it? Mike Lee Conver- conversation with uh, Mark Meadows about overthrowing the election, how good they <laughs> thought it would be, but they got to get more got to get more evidence and I tell you, this is going to be embarrassing when this January 6th commission starts. I don't think it I will mean, be. There's going to be a lot of people with egg on their face in the Republican Party, and they probably probably should be thrown out of office. I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be that big of a revelation. I think we all know that there's, you know, the Stop the Steal group is still out there. We know President Trump now had three or four or maybe five different ideas being floated and had really put all of his eggs in the Mike Pence basket. We know that now, but we don't really, you know, I don't I don't see a lot of evidence of actual crimes that are associated well, with the insurrection. You didn't hear the commission's report yet either. Well, that's true. Well, that's true. I'm sure they have some secret testimony. <laughs> you don't know. Yep. yep, that's a good point. Yep, I don't know. Uh, here's something else I want to straighten out with you from last Friday. Ben said about this... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I have to stop to you there. What the heck you said? Oh, <laughs> Tom, about can this you? investigation no, or something. But Tom, I mean, don't it, say anything. It's, uh, uh, what the heck was it about? It was. Uh, well, anyway, the House and the House right. and Senate both took a vote on this on this thing, and it's a record. It is a record that the the, the Republicans voted no against having a commission. A bipartisan commission. Oh, you were talking about lying last week. Yes, they voted no. Right. Yeah, and, and I think I think the house the house resolution is like House Resolution thirty two thirty three. It'll tell you who voted against it, who voted for it. The Republicans voted against it. So this nonsense that they did that it isn't fair is their fault. All right, we got you. All right, thank you so much, right. Tom. Thank you so much right. for calling in. Fake, fake, fake. 
<laughs> Wait, listen, this is Seinfeld. <laughs> if he can do fake, it. fake, 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 fake. Right. Fake, fake, fake. <laughs> and that's Elaine describing a, a certain bodily function. All right, 1 800 795 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from anybody who wants to weigh in. We're talking about uh, uh, the uh, vi- apparently doctored or somehow uh, not honest video of President Biden wandering in the stage with his hand out. I didn't see it, nor did I really care about it, but if it's out there, but uh, Tom says it's not real. Uh, the, you, see, you say President Biden. This was Biden's the same speech where he claimed to be a, a uh, full professor. professor okay, which means you work full time, you teach a full load of class, mm-hmm. do research and writing. One of our, our listeners, this is what Joe and I were laughing about, says, yay, would drive his tractor trailer to Penn State daily. <laughs> <laughs> he, drove, he says he claims oh, to be a gosh. better truck driver, too. I mean, he's done quite a lot. All right. And one of our listeners, I can't remember his name now. I don't see it on the email now. Uh, says it's Charlie. The, the in, oh, you remember. Okay. The inability to remember names is called dysnomia. Dysnomia. Everything has a name, doesn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. Another listener has the very latest Trafalgar Group poll showing Doug Mastriano uh, with about 22% of the vote, uh, about 19% of the vote for Lou Barletta, about 17% of the vote for Bill McSwain, and this was probably conducted uh, before. Uh, well, oh no, President Trump hasn't weighed in on the governor's race yet. Never mind. Uh, before didn't he? Oh yeah, he dissed Charlie or John. What is it, John McSwain? And McSwain. Yeah, he dissed, dissed, dissed him, him, but didn't uh, didn't follow anybody. But anyway, Dave White has about eleven percent. Uh, Melissa Hart has three and a half percent. Jay Corman has three percent. Nietzsche Zama has two percent. Uh, Joe Gale has one point six percent. Charlie Giroux has one point two percent. And just. 19% undecided. That's a pretty pivotal number. That means a lot of folks that are deciding. Charlie Giroux was on the program and said that he Friday. ran because uh, Glenn Thompson urged him to run. Right. right. Apparently, wasn't Glenn run. Thompson doesn't have big coattails if he can only generate 1.2% of the support from the Republicans. Well, this might have been, well, this would be a pre-endorsement. Um, oh, you think so? Oh, okay. well, yeah. But, well, but I don't think it's going to send him over the edge. He's not going to pick up <laughs> all of the undecideds or anything. If he well, did, that he would, did, he'd still be behind. That would no, no, I think yeah, Mastriano's got twenty one percent. Okay, so if you get nineteen point four plus one point two, that's twenty. Oh, he'd still be behind, right? right. He'd be in second place though. He'd be in second but place. But Doug Mastriano is going to be our next governor, so you can just start to enjoy. No, no. no. Lou Barletta. Oh, you think? He's going to pull it out. Okay. All right. To be continued. 1-800-795-9565. Got open phones. Uh, Mark my words. It's Barletta. Okay. Thank you. Down the stretch. Thank you. Uh, We're going to find out in a very short time what's on Stan's mind. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. 
If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Come on now. <laughs> Good choice. All right. Thank you so much. That's proof that Mr. Kevin Hurst on the other side of the glass, our fabulous producer, taking great care of us. He's got a vacation. Come Oh, next week he's on vacation. Good for him. All right. No, no, no. That's not permitted. Oh, all right. He'll be here next week, and uh, he'll take good care of us then, too. 1-800-795-9565. What's on Stan's mind? Uh, listen to Tom. It's always fun to listen. He seems to know so much that he doesn't know. Uh, just just putting that out there. I, I've seen the clips from Biden, and whether it was doctored or not, can't tell. All I know is when Do- Biden was done with his speech... He turned to his right from the podium and he stuck his hand out. Now I don't know if there was people off to the, you know, off the screen that you can't see, but he just kind of stood there like, huh, nobody's there to shake my hand. Then he turned around to his, further to his right and then walked over to the other side of the stage. And there was, it appears were they in in a uh, college or something giving a speech? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it looked like students standing there with masks on. And, And then he finally walked up to somebody and actually shook their hand and was talking to him it, it made you know it looked like he was lost for about 30 seconds or so just totally lost well so then, whether, it, then whether, his claim that he was a full professor at the university of pennsylvania well that happened in uh, i think 20 2016 they or 2015 they gave him that supposed professorship down there in the university of pennsylvania and set up the biden center down there and that's where blinken was in control if that's in the red-handed there's a a small section of that about that, and then all of a sudden, uh, money from China started pouring into the University of Pennsylvania for certain things. So mm. that's that's out there. So yeah, whether he ever actually taught a class, I couldn't tell you one way or the other. But yeah, he was given a professorship down there, a full professorship. No, I don't know if it was full professorship. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's the way they showed it. Yeah, he, he made it. It's probably Some honorary. Long, but they did they did create the Biden Center that is down there, You're right? And it started getting funding by the Chinese government. Well, Chinese business entities, but in China, that's the Chinese government. Yeah, but I think what he had at the University of Pennsylvania was just honorary. I don't. Do you get paid to be an honorary uh, professor? No, I don't. Okay. Think I, so, I, no. I wouldn't think so. But I, that's why I got to look back at that in, in the you book and see what exactly it did say. <laughs> well, but yeah, there typically. was something about it. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, the other thing is. Uh, have you noticed how the the left is going crazy about Musk offering, you know, the forty two billion dollars to buy Twitter? Yes, you know, they, they say it's going to be the end of the free speech world. Which, <laughs> now, so every the, the statements that Musk has has made uh, shows that he understands free speech way more than the left does. All right, well, his last, one of the statements that I seen was, "It's when a person that you dislike." says something you dislike is allowed to say something you dislike that's the essence of free speech 
And, and as we all know, Twitter doesn't allow that. Well, is is he going to? Oh, as he said, what he'll do with Twitter if he gets it, you know, or if he has a controlling, a greater controlling stake, or is the owner that it'll just be anybody can say anything to anybody anytime, or there will still be well, some. That's st- free speech, Mark. Right? That's no, that's fine. Speech. That's fine with me. Let people do it. I don't. I, Twitter could broadcast curse words all day long if they want to. It wouldn't matter to me. But, but I'm just saying, is is that what he's saying, that he wants, you know, sort of full-blown... Well, that, that's, that's, that's sort of what he's saying. I don't know if that'll happen, because I don't think he'll get it bought. And, and this gotcha. may all be publicity. I don't know. You know, with, with Musk, you can never tell for sure. But he understands it. That, you know, free speech and, and the news media... There's, there's all kinds of Twitter posts out there that people, you know, the blue check marks have put out there that this will be the end of democracy and we don't need more, we don't need, we need more regulation and moderation in, in speech. Well, that's not free speech, but that's what they're calling for. And, it, it, and if, you know, I think it was the Business Daily or something like that I seen back when the Bezos bought the, the Washington Post. It was an interesting, interesting move or something like that, they said, but... When when Musk is talking about buying Twitter, it, it's it's a catastrophe. It's going to be a, basically a catastrophe. is how they put it. <laughs> Not in those words, but so well, you they're know, all, they're all they scared. make no sense to me. They're all scared. You know, they stand, can't have it both ways. Stan, they're probably all scared that he's going to let President Trump back on Twitter again. <laughs> He may or may not. Trump has his own platform now. He doesn't need to be on Twitter. But who knows? You know, I mean, everybody on those platforms are mostly inter. You know intercrossed with all the platforms or on everything if they can be until they get kicked off one you know twitter and uh, and instagram and facebook have been known to kick people off they don't agree with so that's not exactly what you call free speech but see that elon musk kind of understands if if what he's saying if he really believes what he's saying about it you know if, if you don't allowing someone that you don't like to say something you don't like being free speech what's that's, trump's that's the way it is. what's trump's platform what's it called uh uh, truth social, I think it is. Truth now, what? From my understanding, social. Truth, truth social. social. Okay. I've, I tried to get on it, but if you know, I think right now it's only set up for iPhones. The app. Uh, I haven't been able to get on. I got a Google phone, so I can't. You know, I can't <laughs> access it. So, but that they were working on the Google thing, and it hasn't happened yet. So who knows? Because when, uh, well, I guess it was Parler. You know, uh, Google and Apple took them off the platform because. They didn't like something that was being said on their platform. Right. You know, they took it off the, you know. So that's, that'll happen to, to True Social. They'll eventually, because when these big tech organizations carry these things, they can do what they want, and that's what mm-hmm. it seems they do. Right. Whether, it's, it's, you know, these are, people are paying to be on those platforms, but hey, it doesn't matter. They need more do what regulation. They want, contracts or not. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Stan. Thanks for calling in. All right, have a good that. one. Yep, 1-800-795-9565 is the number he dialed. You can dial it up during the 9 a.m. hour. We'll have some brief news headlines. Then we will talk about, uh, well, Joe, what did you send me? I got a clipping about something this uh, morning. Representative Cory Bush, who's been yelling to fund the police, is now up to over $300,000 more for her own personal security. Okay, we're going to talk about... Can you about, say hypocrisy, boys I was boys just going to say, this is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, 
Mark Lawrence, and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is directly across from me and vehemently opposed to all the common sense, uh, more progressive-leaning solutions that I've brought to the table over the years. Mr. Kevin Hur is on the other side of the glass. The only thing you brought to the table is termites. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that like an old They're wives' eating tale? The table. Is that an old wives' tale or an old saying or something? What what Mark brings <laughs> to the table is termites. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you'd like to weigh in on our entomology discussion, please feel free to do so. Uh, we have one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our open line. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com and you can text us at seven zero two three six. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some texts that have come in. So we'll read those, and uh, we can uh, elaborate on uh, those remarks on the air. But give us a buzz, 1-800-795-9565. We're going to hear about a hypocritic, uh, a Democrat, I'm assuming you're pointing Hypocritical, out. Hypocritical, yes. All right. So we, and we know Republicans are. But do you think well, we could find a hypocritical Republican here and there. Right. But <laughs> let me ask you this before we look. I have to do the headlines here, and I'll launch into those in a second. You and I, of course, talk about hypocrisy on both sides of the right. aisle. It's sort of a, a human condition. Does the public care about that? Do they ever do these sort of weighings of things? You know, it's like where, um, you know, what is it? Cory Bush, you're going to point, point right. out, says this, and you know, but last week he said no, that was wrong, or you know, President Trump this. Does the public pick up on that, or is that we've well, gotten that, used to it to the point where we don't even think about it anymore? I think that's what I. That's, that's he was what talking I to me, Kevin. I want to dance. No, no, no. I'm the public <laughs> in this particular case. Okay. And so what does the great voice of the republic say? <laughs> we, we just expect it now. Right. You just have so you, you know the vortex is fully in ensconced in Washington and Harrisburg so you just expect without any brain matter what are they what else are they going to do? But, but what bothers hypocrites? me I mean it bothers me that we have the hypocrisy but then you have these political uh, people who are so far attuned to their party that they want to dismiss every instance of uh, hypocrisy on their side but point out every instance of it on the other side. And that's that's what galls me, because if, if we're going to be fair, we've got to admit that it exists on both sides, and it's a fault with our current political system. I mean, right. really, it's, it's systemic. when Republicans and Democrats have become more interested in getting them control than they are in solving our problems and working together to do it, you know, that's what's so wrong with our system, the way it's working now. I mean, it's better than any other system on earth, I'll concede that, but it's become so political and so partisan that nobody cares what's good for the public anymore. They care what's good for the party. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's that's so true. You know, we had over the weekend, the, the Sunday morning talking shows continued, even though it was Easter morning. In the past, I think they used to take the day off, but not yet, not so yesterday. And and to a person, whether the, the host was was interviewing a Democrat or a Republican, they, of course, you know, answered the question a little bit that was placed to them, but used it as an opportunity to diss and point out the hypocrisy of the other side, you know, as though, like, if we, if you get the most points on the Sunday show... Your side wins, and democracy will be better for it. You well, know. I mean, the administration trots out all the people who can make their point, their their comments, and the then the other side, you know, provides guests who will say what they once said. Mm-hmm. And you know, you don't know what the truth is. I, th- that's why I think, and I've said this so often on the program, that the real problem we have in America is the blurring of the distinction between news and commentary. 
and the fact that people want to tell you, here's the news story, and now here's six people to tell you what you should think about the news story. Okay. And so if I'm to- if I'm watching Fox, I hear six conservative people telling me what I ought to think. If I'm watching MSNBC, I'm hearing three, six liberal people telling me what I ought to think. You know, and it's, it really... I always liked that uh, Fox's motto, we report, you decide. I don't know that they always lived up to it. And I've mentioned before that I thought we were better off in the days when Walter Cronkite was uh, ruling the airwaves because he did try to be fair and balanced. And when there were commentaries, they were clearly labeled as commentaries and separate and apart from the news story that they were related to. So he's still the gold standard of objective news. I think he is. Yeah, that could be. Well, and if you think of all the... Back in the days when CBS was actually... and the title, the Tiffany Network. Right. So, um, yeah. Well, and then I think uh, this is totally unrelated, but somewhat related that Fox originally, I don't know that they say this anymore. They used to say they were fair and balanced. And I thought, well, there's the greatest irony of all. You know, they're obviously very right-leaning. So, Well, they are right-leaning. No argument. All right. right, 1-800-795-9565. We're talking about hypocrisy. Yeah, this might be an interesting question just to get us started. And you have a clipping that relates to that. I do people even care about uh, you know government leaders, Republican or Democrat, who don't just do their job but use their opportunities in Washington to diss the other side? Uh, what's your view on that? One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the market com and text us at seven zero two three six. In the news today, that truck driver accused of killing a New York City model and leaving her body on an Interstate eighty interchange in Union County has been deemed competent to stand trial. Results of a psychological examination for Tracy Ray Rollins Jr. were revealed recently by his attorney. Lockhaven Express reporting today that Rollins is awaiting trial on homicide and abuse of corpse charges. That death we told you about last weekend in Sealands Grove was a suicide. Snyder County Coroner says that unidentified person took their own life. State police say a deceased person was found April 9th on the perimeter of the campus. SU said in a manner of speaking it wasn't one of theirs. Now it turns out it was a suicide. The stations of Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation, including WKOK, are saluting our military next month. If you represent a nonprofit organization that benefits military veterans or their families, we'd love to recognize you on the air and with social media. You can email sbcmediaevents at gmail.com by next Monday to be included in our promotions. This is Sexual Assault Awareness Month. Heather Schneider, Health Systems Training Specialist with Transitions of Pennsylvania, says they are promoting several activities and reminding people of their support services. She says they want to... ...to sexual assault and especially the trauma that is around sexual assault and the resources and the services that we're able to provide as an agency. You can hear all of her interview on the WKOK podcast page. Associated Press reporting this morning that several businesses and residents have filed suit in state court in Pennsylvania seeking to overturn Philadelphia's renewed indoor mask mandate. It's scheduled to be enforced as of today. The lawsuit filed in Commonwealth Court Saturday said Philadelphia lacks the authority to impose a masking mandate at this uh, juncture of the pandemic. WHTM 
TV is reporting on the new polls from the Trafalgar Group that show Dr. Mamet Oz leading Pennsylvania Senate candidates and Doug Mastriano, the leader of the gubernatorial candidates. The poll, which was conducted after Oz was endorsed by former President Donald Trump, interviewed a thousand likely Republican voters in the Senate race. Oz received 22.7 percent, followed by Dave McCormick at 19.7 percent, Kathy Barnett uh, doing well in the poll with 18.4 percent, and Carla Sands 11.2 percent in the governor's race, uh, as we mentioned from one of our listeners, uh, Mastriano got 21.9 percent, Lou Barletta 18.8 percent, and Bill McSwain was 17.4 percent. And finally, a man in Kentucky has just won $450 million after he sued his former employer over a birthday party. It seems the guy specifically asked his employers not to throw him a party because they trigger panic attacks for him. They threw one anyway. He panicked and left the building after four days of attacks and accusing him of stealing other co-workers' joy. They fired him outright. He sued the company and will now be compensated $450 million for lost wages and guess what? Panic? Panic, <laughs> exactly. Mental <laughs> anguish. All right. And so. That's the way it is. Friday, March 6th, 1981. <laughs> and yeah, now I his can. employer is having panic attacks. <laughs> right. yeah, 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 you can't say that. Thank you so much. Uh, that Kevin, really strikes me as, you know, if, if you ask not to have a birthday party and your employer has one for you anyway, knowing it could trigger an anxiety well, attack on you. you shouldn't well, and I, I, like, I, I, I never. I'm because he robbed the other employee's joy. <laughs> well, and people used to decide. Disseminate people's birthday around the building here. Like we but get I it. think $450 million is a bit much. Well, yeah. Actually, I'm, can you guys do that for me in July? Because I could use that cash right now. <laughs> yeah, we got to get this <laughs> We're going to throw a birthday going. party for you, Kevin, to give you anxiety. we got to get the lawsuit going for Kevin. We've got to start. He's, he's, he's going to the Carolinas. He's going to need the mills. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Joseph, thank you for waiting. I don't know how long, too long for sure. But thank you for your patience. You're on the mark. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, hey, I really enjoyed uh, Than's description of free speech there, and I hope you uh, allow me to... Stan. Freely speak. Pardon me? That was from Stan, and, oh, Stan. Okay. and he was quoting Elon Musk, I believe. Yes. Yeah, well, anyhow, because uh, I know you guys disagree with a lot of things I say. Uh, you know, earlier on the show, I called, I didn't catch it because I tuned in late. You were talking about John Paul II something? Oh, uh... I've talked to this person over the weekend who mentally or, or actually maybe empirically rates popes, and they thought he was the gold standard. They thought Benedict did a good job, especially on the environment. They are not a big fan of Pope Francis. I wouldn't be able to give you a reason okay, I didn't, why. I can catch that. I was in the Vatican, uh, St. Peter's uh, Basilica there, uh, years ago doing some research on some stuff I wanted to write. In fact, Joe, I sent you that booklet on on some of those things uh, because I read a lot of history and stuff but I like to research it personally and see if these things are really so that I, I want to write about anyway while I was in the Vatican there and I was uh, far away it's a big 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 place the Pope uh, Pope John Paul II come in and he come in unannounced and of course they have a big procession of, of uh, cardinals before him and, and they have barricades up and so it was, I'm telling you, it was like the air was supercharged. It was electrified when he walked in. No announcement. And it, it, you could just 
feel something. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, I walked down to where the procession was taking place, and I got within about eight foot of him as he passed by. And it was as if the Savior himself was walking by. That's what I felt, okay, in the air, in the atmosphere, the spirit that was conveyed there. It was palpable, as they say. It, it was powerful. But you must realize, and this is what you're going to disagree with me about, the Bible says that Satan comes as an angel of light. Now, this man says that Mary, the Savior's mother, is a mediatrix of all grace necessary for salvation. That is truly satanic because her son died for our sins. She did not die for our sins. Yeah, but isn't that intercessory? She's not the... the uh... No, she doesn't intercede for you. She's dead as a doornail. Just like anybody oh, okay. else that okay. dies, she does not intercede for you. Okay. The Savior sits at the right hand of Yahweh. Yeah, so everybody, everybody who died is everybody who died is dead, huh? Between Yahweh and man, and that's the man Yeshua Messiah. Okay, one so, mediator. So no, not two or three. Your Paul, Peter, Paul, James, John. No, but no. he died too. And, so you said everybody who's died is dead. Yes, except him. Oh, except, except him. Okay. He was resurrected and sit at the so, right hand so there's of the Father to make intercession for you and I. Only not two people mother. up there, huh? Only and when you pray, <laughs> when you pray, uh, Joe, you say, Hail Mary, Mother of Grace, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. No, you that's not the way. Over and over. It's, 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 it's something that our Father is, is disgusted with. Oh, it is? He's, out, he's up there. Not oh, for you. Joseph has told for you. us, Joseph has told us the Heavenly Father is disgusted when he we knows pray. What God thinks. Thank you, Joseph. You're no, no, really no. enlightened. No, when you pray to Mary, and she, is, she would be disgusted at you if she were alive, oh. if she could talk to you. <laughs> Furthermore, What John about Paul Fatima? II, what do you th- how do you explain Fatima? Went, after he was shot, he went to the, and healed up. He went to the Black Madonna icon in Poland and bowed down to that and prayed or thanked her, Mary, for saving his life. Totally ridiculous. How do you if explain anyone saved his life, our Savior saved his life. How do you explain Fatima? It wasn't his mother. Hey, Joseph, how do you she explain a, Fatima? She was a virtuous woman. Hey, Joseph. A hey, Joseph. Hey, Joseph. Me. Joseph. If, if Joseph. she were here, she would rebuke you. Jo- all right, Joe, she's going to rebuke you I now. I don't know that he's going to be able to hear okay. you, but you can go Well, ahead. I'm sure he's still talking because he doesn't stop. But, you know, how do you explain Fatima then and all these supposed occurrences and miracles? Are they faked? God doesn't allow anybody but uh, people who believe like Joseph does to have a miracle? All right, Joseph, you have an answer? Oh, is that like uh, Fatima and uh, Metsugoi or whatever? No, uh, there there are miracles that are performed, but you've got to understand something, that sometimes people's faith, uh, it works in mysterious ways. She does not answer your prayers. So what miracles... You don't bow before idols and statues. What miracles do you believe in? Name me, what miracle do you believe in? Oh, I've been healed many times when I okay. pray to the Savior. And the Scripture says, by His stripes we were healed. What about people who pray to Mary for healing and get it? 
I don't know where they get it from, but they didn't get okay, it from Okay, so her. that's I'll satanic. That. Okay, well, that's good. You've, you've solved all religions. You ought to send well, the Catholic anyhow, Church... Yeah, send the Catholic Church. before graven images. And that's nobody exactly bows. What they do in nobody. No, they you know don't. No, they don't, Joseph. You don't know. You don't know squat about Catholicism. We don't bow to graven images. <laughs> you know, where the fatted calf has been thrown out of the church years ago. <laughs> I mean, really, you you talk about the Savior. Uh, if Jesus were alive today, I think he'd be slapping you in the face because he came here to preach love and forgiveness and joy. And all you talk about is lakes of fire, destruction, and death, whoremongering. whoremongering. I mean, come on. <laughs> all right. Joseph, we'll give you the last word. Listen, you don't understand. Oh, thank you. I don't understand. Okay. okay. Gotcha. I'm a fool. It's not his mother. It's him. If you're trusting her for salvation, you're going to go to hell. All right. We got you. All right. Thank you so much. I don't think there's anything wrong with praying to a saint for intercession. The worst that can happen is not help, but the Father still hears it. So, so God's going to say to you, oh, you prayed to somebody that isn't me. You're dead. <laughs> I'm not going to heal you. I'm not going to cure your. I'm bald- going to make you worse. I'm not going to cure you. your baldness. You're praying to the wrong girl. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Let's get back to President Biden in the video or something. If well, except we can. that he's generated some comments here. Oh, okay. Hold one on. is from our producer saying this show is killing me. Okay, that's another. Time. All right, send uh, one of our emailers says sitting here cringing when a non-Catholic trashes my faith. Such hogwash. All right. Yeah. Last week, great. Horror Babylon, this week praying to Mary, disgusting. Wow. All right, says one of our Valley's faithful. I always love it. You know, my faith is right. I have decided. I went, I investigated, and you're going to hell, but I'm okay. I haven't heard somebody <laughs> say that the Catholics have the one true faith since. Oh, say yesterday when I, mean, I Catholic, talked to my Catholic wife. Catholic faith made a lot of mistakes over the years, and they're making some still today. You know, it's not mm-hmm. a perfect religion. You know, and I don't know any that is. Do you? A uh, perfect religion? Yeah, Lutheranism. Uh, Luther, oh, well, yeah, we well, got the, the meatloaf. It's the food. All we got. <laughs> Sorry. we got to take a break. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can, and Friday you called me, Thursday you called me a whoremonger. At the right. One of our <laughs> listeners, that's all they heard, and they're like, oh, what kind of an Easter greeting is that? All right. one 800 Seven nine five nine five six five. We got open phones. We're arguing about religion, which we sh- I hope we weren't Wasn't doing. Wasn't really our topic of the day. I hope we weren't doing that. You th- had to mention a pope, and you might have known that would set Joseph off. Well, it's Easter, you know. <laughs> All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Yeah, 
uh, good bumper music from Kevin, who is the tax today, man. Tax day? Uh, yep, yep, oh, it was extended to today. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people lined up at the mailbox this morning. Did you pay morning. your taxes? Yep, at 5 o'clock this morning, put them in the mail. So we got that postmark just in time. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. argued a little bit about religion at the dinner table here, which is a no-no, but uh, so far so good. And you can email us at onthemarket.com or text us at 70236. Did I have a key question related to faith? No, no I don't wanted think to so. say right. be sure to add OTM as the key word. All right, okay. There you go. Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for waiting through the break. Yeah, hey, good morning. Before I get done with my concerns, start my concerns, what was that name that you were calling Joe? Oh, whoremonger on Friday. <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because he worships Joe, the great Joe, whore Joe. of Babylon, the Catholic Church. What did you do to deserve that? I'm Joe? a Catholic. Mark doesn't. Oh. Mark doesn't like lasagna. That's the whole problem. He's a meatloaf lover. <laughs> Joe says. Joseph, our caller, says that the Catholic Church is the great whore of Babylon, and it's, there's some reference to it in Revelation. Says it says so in the okay, Bible. Yeah. So, I think we have a, enough uh, bad people around in the world. We don't have to finger out anybody individually right now. There's just so many of them to pick from. But here's here's my concern, and I'll and I'll just start here real quick. Uh, you know, Russia. In the United States, I, I do believe that they are two uh, weakening powers, okay? And one's on one side of Ukraine and the other's basically on the other side. And if there's not a resolution that can allow both powers to save face, I think this is just going to keep getting worse and worse and worse. And, and, I, and I honestly don't see how either side can show uh, weakness. So I, I think this is going to turn out bad. And then, you know, we're having a lot of talk about this business in, in schools around the country uh, with pronouns and, and, and things like that, and, and, you know, kindergarten through third grade and, you know, picking your sex and all that. Well, here locally, we also have a problem in one of our schools. We have what's reported to be an anti-American American history teacher. Who Things that I've heard, you know, secondhand that this person has said, are just outrageous, you know, and I'll just pick one. Mount Rushmore should be torn down, okay? So we'll leave, we'll leave that at that. So tying those two things together, we pay for our public universities and our public schools, the taxpayers, and I think we have a right to see and understand. You know, there's TV cameras everywhere. You, you can't go anywhere without being caught on video. I, I think it's time we start having a conversation about TV cameras in the public school and public university classrooms so that Americans can see what they're paying for and what they're getting. And then the, the third concern I have, and, and I, I, oh, Biden. You know, I'm, I'm listening to Joe Biden, and it's only cursory because I just turn on the uh, TV for, you know, a couple of seconds here and there to look at the, anything be, besides the sports and the weather and the business. And, and every time I turn it on, it almost seems like either Biden or somebody is making a, an excuse for why things are the way they are okay now his approval rating is at 33 percent so i want the biden lovers to tell me why the polls are showing him at 33 percent and you know and everything i hear from you know all the typical uh biden callers is that you know he should be like you know we should be just so thankful that we have him so i would think that he should be at least you know 55 or 52 percent approval if we should be thankful because you know people are divided so yeah that's all i have i'm, I'm concerned about the outcome of 
Ukraine, you know, between the two aging superpowers. I'm concerned about what's being taught in our schools, uh, and I think public uh, taxpayers should have a right to see what's happening in our classrooms. There should be TV cameras there. And uh, Biden, I mean, 33%, is that is that possible? Has there ever been a president at 33%? Oh, sure. Has, who? Well, that, who that well, President Trump started out with low ratings to start out with, and they went down while he was in office. I don't know if Herbert who, Hoover had. Very I don't remember what the ratings were, but ratings don't really mean anything to how they govern. What it does mean is, of course, how many Congress members and senators do you lose in the midterm elections, and of course, then typically we switch to Republican in the next presidential election as well. But I, I don't know. You referred to people as Biden lovers. I think there's folks that like some of President Biden's policies, and they want him to try to stay the course. And we have talked about on this show, and some of our listeners have pointed out, as President Biden is culpable for a portion of inflation. Of course, you know precisely what that percentage is. We don't agree 60. on <laughs> Joe says 60. Okay, I'll, I'll say 30 or something. And we know that uh, he can make influence on uh, gasoline prices and has done some of that. He actually has, I would say, about 40% culpability in gasoline prices, but has done 10% good. So, you know, he's kind of done some things that influence that. So, but I, I don't think people see that. You know, I don't think you could win an election with gasoline prices on every street corner at four something, even though they came down and a little bit. And you can't win it with inflation at eight per plus percent. Right. I'm sorry. You might as well just, you know, plan on not running, save a little money, and just go back to Bill Clinton. It's the economy, stupid. He'll find the best Democrat. <laughs> Democrat, he can find a run for president, and the Republicans, of course, could almost pick randomly across the nation and put somebody in there. So that's my response. Mike, we got to get the next caller going, but thank you, sir. Okay, well, listen, I, I'm going to respond to you tomorrow, then, with those two things. I'm going to write my thoughts down, and we're going to go at it. All right, and go back and listen to them, too. All right, or call back you. later for a minute. Yeah, right, there you go. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Stand by, Dan. we got to hit the break. We will be right back. Send up a signal, I'll throw you the line. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, speaking of Catholicism. Yeah, see you in right. the fiery lake, buddy. Uh, upper right-hand corner. We ask the Blessed Mother and the saints to pray for us. They are intercess- intercessions for us. We only ever pray to God. Even in the Hail Mary, we quote Scripture and ask Mary to pray for us. Yeah, and my, Lawrence's worthless view on this is that I, there's nothing wrong with using an intercessory. The worst that had happened is she's not there for you, and God <laughs> hears it directly, in which case it gets heard anyway. And he does whether he, what he wants to do. Yeah, and I think the Holy Spirit is pretty active for everybody. That's Lawrence's uh, graceful view on this topic. Welcome to Faith-Based Radio. And now here's <laughs> Brother Dan. Hey, good morning, hey. Dan. <laughs> Truth, hey, Power, and Light Radio. Here we go. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, great program today. Appreciate hearing some of the things coming back from the holiday. But anyway... A lot of times, religion gets lost in the fog of religion, you know. That, and what you have to go back to as an individual. And I studied, uh, one year, 2017, I studied Martin Luther's life as a reformer. And Martin Luther was concerned about himself as an individual. What's my eternal destiny. He had such a great conscience. 
And if you study him, you'll find out he was worried that he was going to go since it's been brought up to hell. That was his worry. And he studied and studied. And about the year, at, at, uh, that'd be 1617, or 1517, he found out salvation is a gift of God, the grace through the grace of God, and you can only discover it in the Bible alone, and you're saved completely by the blood of Christ and through the death, burial, and the resurrection. And and Christians are the only people that have a risen Savior. Every other religion is dead. They don't have no risen Savior because we have a risen Savior. He can make intercession for us, as Joseph sort of brought out there. But it's up to me as an individual to what we call get saved, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection from after that you'll get a craving to study the holy scriptures as i did and all these things will make sense what we what we talk about your faith-based callers it won't make no sense as long as you don't trust in him as your lord and savior and It'll all be gobbledygook. And nothing made sense to me till I was 24 years old and got saved by listening one night to Billy Graham. His topic was, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And I was a Lutheran, and I trusted Christ. All right. Dan, do you think... My whole life changed. And that's that's the individual part. As Martin Luther got saved when in 1517, and his life changed. But he did, really didn't want to leave the Catholic Church. He thought he could reform it, but how foolish was that? He knew he was wrong. He couldn't reform it. Okay. You don't reform a religion. They stay the way they are, but you as an individual, you don't have to be lost. You can be saved. And All right, we got you. I think we're far enough into yeah, this. And do you think, does your faith believe that the Catholics people. are misguided and are with the great whore of Babylon, right? Is well, that... they can, as individual Catholics are saved, but they... You know, every one of us is in a journey. Now, my, you know, their journey might have not went far enough to realize what the scriptures say. Okay, you I know, got a you. lot of us don't take time. I like that answer. Read yeah, well, the scriptures. Tell and me, learn. Dan, how many Protestant sects are there, Dan? <laughs> oh, Thousands. Right, and they they all claim they all claim to have the right answer. They're the ones who know. I don't think so. You know, every religion claims that without us, you're lost. 
All right, well, Dan. no, I think uh, I, 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 there's Protestant groups I wouldn't belong to, but individuals within that Protestant group can be saved. It's not, it's an individual thing. It's not so much a group thing. Then there's groups I more agree with. Well, then why have churches at all, Dan? If it's an individual thing, why do we need churches? Well, well, because most people need fellowship. We need fellowship with I can one get, another. I can get that at a bar on Friday faith. night. Dan, I can get that at a bar on Friday night. Yeah, well, you certainly won't <laughs> what are we get getting? the Savior's. <laughs> You won't get the Bible. Well, there you said much. Fe- the, my you question was: if, if you're right, why do we eat churches? You said for fellowship, and I said, I know you're not going to get religion in a bar on Friday night. Well, maybe I don't know. Depends on what bar you go to, I guess. All right, we got to go. Still, okay, thank you so much, you know, Dan. Thank you, Dan. We got to move on. We had you had you, back years ago. I learned a lot of things when I first got saved off the WKOK. Back Foster Furman. You had great programs. Foster Furman was on the radio, baby. What was that? The yeah, amen. That and, was the and um, Tom and Don. Franklin Do you remember Tom and Don from the, the Bible Institute in Sunbury? I do not personally, but listen, we got to hit the road. Thank you so much yeah, for yeah, calling in, Dan. Right, you guys have a great you too, day. Man, you too, take buddy. Care. Thank you. All right, uh, that takes us to Al. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. I don't find answer why we need churches. We need churches to be fed. Um, once you have the thirst of knowledge, it's nice to go to a fellowship and, and uh, kind of be fed, and we feed each other and, and fulfill a need. Um, yes. But other than that, um, you know, we have free will, and everybody's free to do what they want and I wanted to read the Bible one time and I started reading it and I I want to read it four times through so I get it but each year for four years and one of my interpretations were that in the Bible that wasn't uh, really taken too kind from well not really understood or not taken too kindly from friends and family family and friends uh, was on heaven and eternal life and for the departed what happens for the departed and one of my interpretations one of my interpretations is it hasn't started for the departed yet Um, and everybody that's waiting are are waiting and they could be waiting a thousand years two thousand years and if the earth lasts that long five thousand years but um, the departed is going to be like a blink of an eye until that judgment day comes. And even after that judgment day, if you are into heaven and, and at the foot of God, your um, the father and your mother and your brother and your sister and your friend and all these people that you love on earth that you think you're going to see there, you're really not going to see them. Your, 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 your needs are going to be so fulfilled that you won't miss them anymore because we're going to be fulfilled by just being in heaven with all the other people that's been saved and granted eternal life. And that that is about the end of it. I wrote it down so I could get it all out. But when I explained that to a lot of people, friends and family, they didn't like that. They think they're going to go up and they're going to see their long-lost mother, which I just lost mine, and my dad I lost too many years ago. 
But uh, that means that loss will be fulfilled then at that point. All right. We got you. All right. Thank you so much, Al. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Appreciate that. One of our good listeners uh, says, how many religious groups are there? How about 43,000 and counting for 1,500 years? It was only Catholics until Luther created the first schism. Well, no, there were oh, Jews, too. Don't well, yeah, there that. were Jews and Muslims. We'll go back to, what, the 7th century, century or something there. In that they, neck of the woods. They, yep. they started up right away. And, of course, there were all the other different faiths and, you know, worshiping the earth and moon and stars and all that sort of things before then. And let us not forget that big one, Baal. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Where would we be without her? And what was that one? Uh, there was another one, too. I forget who that was. The one that, what, Easter is satanic because it's uh, some kind of a pagan holiday? So mm, I don't know. It doesn't have a tree. How can it really be a pagan, <laughs> pagan symbol? Well, it's got a bunny. Uh, one of our good listeners says, okay, Mark, uh, what is the 10% good Biden has done? I'm not seeing it. Uh, I... I you can't quantify it precisely. It's probably greater than 10%, but uh, he's allowing this ethanol to get mixed in, so that should have a positive effect if it hasn't had any. And adding a million gallons a day from the strategic reserves is part of the attribution for the lowering of gasoline prices right now, and so is demand. Of course, when gasoline went up to $4 a gallon, our demand started to well, go down. As Tom says here, well, so much for not discussing religion on the show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're discussing and so it. So we're going to move on and discuss politics. Something with uh, Judy. <laughs> Representative Cory Bush. Judy's on the line. Go ahead, Judy. You're on the mark. Yes, I just have one comment on religion, and hopefully you can go to something else. So many people that I've listened to that are so well-versed on the, what's in the Bible, they eliminate constantly, and the big one is, thou shalt not judge. Yeah. I fully believe everyone is entitled to their own way to worship and their own opinion, but I do not feel people have the right to tell someone else what they should think or how they should worship. I'm real big on that yeah. one. I saw someone posted, uh, he's tired of people who have a mouth full of scripture and a heart full of hate. Oh, there you go. That's, that's a <laughs> very nice, uh, good. Very good. Appreciate it. Well, yeah. thank you very much. Thank anyway, you. that's all I have to say. Thank you. All right. Uh, which takes us to Van, who is next. Go ahead, sir. Last caller before a quickie break. It's funny that people that have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ are accused of being hateful. That's that's quite interesting to me. You know, people that are full of the scripture, I believe, are, are full of the love of God that even desire to have the scripture. And as far as not judging, you know, what everyone judges, they judge everything throughout the, the day. I judge my food before I eat it by smelling it. I taste it. I judge that. I can I can judge people that, according to the Bible, where that verse is, that's so well known by people that are are, are lost. It's judge not that you be not judged. With what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. Well, I think what she's talking about is you shouldn't be dismissive of other people or their faiths. Not just everybody judges, sure, but to dismiss people as outright whoremongers, that seems a little strong. Christ was dismissive of people. Christ Christ was... See, there's only two religions in the whole world. Either it's a works religion where you have to do something to get to heaven, or it's by the grace of God that Jesus Christ died for your sin shed his blood and cross to pay for your sin and rose from the dead that proved that he was truly God. Every other religion and religious leader is buried someplace in the earth. 
But my mm-hmm. Savior is alive, and he's at the right hand of God right now. All right. We got you. All right. Thank you so much, Joseph. Really appreciate it. No, that's Van. Or Van, I'm sorry. I'm looking at Joseph. He's there waiting. He wants more time. But anyway, thank you, Van. Well, thanks for not getting three minutes. You, well, yeah, well, he had a minute and 39 seconds. Well, you can have as much time as you want. Are you done? No, I'm not done. I wasn't done. As, you know, as far as like what Al was, Al was saying, absent from the body, present with the Lord is what my Bible says. And my Bible also says that we'll be known even as we're known. So we're going to know people in heaven. But, Joe, my question to you is, you know, you seem to stick up for the, the Catholic religion, which yeah, the, first, the first church ever was in Jerusalem. And there was no no Catholic pope there. And there never, and according to the Bible, there is no pope. Okay. Joe, you well, want to answer that or no? Or? No, <laughs> Joe's not, not coming. <laughs> Joe's trying to get us off religion. <laughs> well, with, with religion, most people can't say what they really believe. They, they trust the man that stands in the pulpit, or they trust some guy that wears a fish hat over in the Vatican. And you know, people, people get upset when, when their religion is called out, and Catholic religion is a false religion. It's teaching a wrong way to get to heaven. It's only through the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't like those intercessory saints. You just need the the one true God. Okay. All right, we got you. All right, wrap it up. You're at three minutes. You may now conclude. Go. That's no. I'm I'm at three minutes, and cut everybody else off at three minutes. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for calling in. Some people believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, all right. One eight hundred seven nine five. Oh, I guess we'll probably be done for the show. We got callers waiting. We got to take the break. All right, so uh, uh, we are probably done for the day. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. That's me in the corner. Joe in the corner. Joe McGranahan backed into a corner. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Let's get our callers going here. Dennis, you're next. Uh, oh, no, that's not right. Uh, I have to push the button on this one. Right. There we go. Dennis, you're on the mark. Go right ahead. Yes, good morning, guys. I sometimes hesitate to get into these religious conversations, but as you always Sound say, this policy. is an opinion show. So, it is that. Know, um, I come from a Catholic point of view. I most of the time people don't know, but I spent 14 years in a, as a Franciscan brother in a monastery also. Wow. Doesn't make me a theologian, but I have some background, and I always get a kick out of everyone saying scripture this and scripture that. 
St. Peter, who was appointed by Christ himself as the behead of the church on this rock, I will build my church, Cephas in Greek. Anyway, St. Peter converted 30,000 Jews to Christianity. I could say Catholicism, but Christianity, the breaking of the bread or what was the early mass, before one word of the New Testament was ever written. It wasn't until the Council of Carthage in 397, you know, that the church leaders brought all the books together to say, well, okay, what's authentic? What was written by, you know, the, the four disciples and the apostles? And some weren't. Some were false. So it was the Council of Carthage in 397. So my point is, is where was the scripture all this time? And in the Thessalonians, Thessalonians it says, Hold fast to the traditions thou hast received, whether by written or by word. So Christ said, he who hears you hears me. I mean, you know, everybody's a scripture, 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 Bible, 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 and the Catholics don't believe in that. And Well, we spread the faith. You know what I mean? As this faith was spread. Like, again, I'm not a theologian. I'm not an expert in it. But, you know, I get annoyed when I sit here and hear these things that, you know, Catholics are false and we're in intercession. Look at it this way. When you were a child, you didn't get what you wanted from your father. So you went to your mother and says, can you put a good word in for me? You know, I want that new pool table. I want a new bicycle. I mean, you're looking at worldly things. But it's and it's no different than putting a picture of your grandparents on the wall or along since then. I don't worship them. You know, I mean, people got to understand there's a difference. We hold them in high esteem, and if they can help, yeah, you know, but there's a difference. So, all right, we have to head out. To... We're just about yeah. done. Any any concluding remark? And Dennis, do call back more. We'd love to hear more about what you have to say. Go ahead. Well, I again, I hesitate to get involved sometimes, and I don't want to hurt anybody else's religion. That's, that's certainly not my point. Oh, but go ahead. Everybody's coming down on yours here today. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Have some yeah, fun. You know, All right. I pity you, Joe, out there. I pity you. So. All right. Thank you All so right, much, Brother you. Dennis. I yeah. so appreciate the call. Brother yeah. Dennis? <laughs> yeah, he said he was a monk. Oh. <laughs> All right, 1-800. Oh, scratch that. we got one caller waiting by, and that'll finish up. But i got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. Let's talk about some actual deals. Now, you have a longer wait for this vehicle. You're going to be getting a 20. 23 Ford Maverick pickup truck. Uh, they're only coming out in the four-door version of uh, at the moment with a four-foot box. So this is basically the equivalent of the Ranger that you could get back in 1987 or 86 or so. $32,000 is the sticker price, and they're always all-wheel drive, so you're not going to have that transfer box and all that sort of thing to go wrong. You can get a Ford Explorer. It's a 2023 ST. That's the fastback one with you know the slightly uh, down back one does not have the moonroof, but has a three-liter EcoBoost motor. That's about $57,000. Of course, it's 100% level. It has parallel parking assist, so if you've forgotten how to do parallel parking, but all of a sudden you go up to Lewisburg and you can't do it, there you go. This will get you in the space easy easy peasy. So you can do this, and you can order a hitching and towing package on it, too. You can get a Ford Ranger XTX version. These are vehicles that are available now, N-O-W, either to order or to buy at the Sunbury Motor Company. Do as I've done. Go to sunburymotors.com. And we have some emails and texts to read. Uh, one of them says, it's a post hole digger hat. <laughs> Instead of, what, what do you call it? What did our uh, caller call like it? It's like a... Uh, 
uh, a fish, a fish, fish, fish killer hat, or something, right. or something like that. Another uh, Dave says, church for me is like a gas station for my car. Fill her up, and God is in charge of me $4 a gallon. All right, Joseph, I'm sorry to say this. We'll have to call back tomorrow to get your extra minute. <laughs> and uh, everybody... But we're not discussing religion tomorrow, Joseph, so there right, you go. We're going back to politics right. and, and President Biden's hypocrisy and shaking hands out of thin air and... And uh, I'll mention President Trump. If you mention Biden, I'll mention Trump. All right, fair enough. (laughs) And we'll go back to normal. (laughs) This is WDK, okay, Sunbury.